Hey everyone, it's the Bling Vera podcast for Sunday, April 23rd, 20 and 23, 423-23. I'm your host, Bling Vera. How's it going this morning? Hang on a sec. Let me get, I'm sorry. This is always so bad. I need to be better at getting the microphones in place before we start, but we're good. So I published an episode last night. It's not published anymore. So if you heard it, you heard it. If you didn't, you didn't. It was called Regrets. Where did I leave last night? Leave off last night. Oh, that's right. I had about, uh, I smoked half the gram underneath the billboard. And then I kept the other half and I made my way to Salt Lake City. Except I didn't make it to Salt Lake City. Obviously, I'm still stuck in Phoenix, Arizona. Lucky me, right? Yeah, as hot as it is. I'm so lucky. Frog sounds. Frog sounds. That way you know I'm nervous. You know I'm nervous when I'm making frog sounds. All right, so here we go. I took the train to the end of the line in Dunlap to Dunlap. Uh, Dunlap in 35th, I, I believe, or Dunlap somewhere around there. And then I took the bus to the end of the line, which was 67th in Dunlap or somewhere. Plopped down on the ground in the middle of a dirt field, fell asleep, woke up the next morning, went to a park, consolidated all my stuff, and then that's where everything got weird in Phoenix. That's where everything just went upside down, la-la land, cuckoo's nest, weird in, in Phoenix. And a big part of that was I was trying to take another bus north, back to Salt Lake, just the, the, the Valley Metro bus. But she wouldn't open the door. And uh, she wanted me to either present a pass or present money, but she wouldn't open the door otherwise. I, I mean, I, I think about it now, and I'm like, yeah, well, that's probably what she wanted me to do was present a pass for money, but it, it didn't dawn on me. I was just like, why didn't she open the door? Um, it didn't matter because I didn't take the bus. She didn't open the door. And so after that, I started meandering around and just, getting lost. I went to the library and that's where things got weird, even more weird because I went to a community college, a junior college out there. And I I, I got to the library at the junior college, but like people were circling around like on, on golf carts and all sorts of weird stuff. So I was like, that's, I don't want to go inside here at at the junior college. I'm going to go to the actual library library. And Awatuki or um, Avondale? I don't know where I was. I, I mean, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't. So, it was Dunlap and 60 Kyorian. I don't know. So, I went to the other library and I talked to this girl out front. And she's like, yeah, just go on inside. It's a public library. You can go inside. And there just, there wasn't something, something wasn't right. And something didn't feel right. It just didn't feel right to me. And I didn't go inside the library. Maybe I'm crazy. Go ahead. I I walked around the library. When I got to the other side, there was uh, a USS Arizona um, uh, effigy or a a memorial um, sculpture. And I, I admired it, and I thought it was like the artistic taste of it was really 
like really quite nice. It was a, a very nice piece of artwork out there. And it had actual pieces from the USS Arizona, which was sunk um, Pearl Harbor. What was that? December 20 something? 23rd? Uh, December something, 19, whatever, 40, whatever. Yeah. Pearl Harbor, you guys know. And there were a bunch of police, man. Like, not police, man, but there were, uh, like, police cars all around the library. I'm not kidding you. And I didn't go inside. I, like, there's no way I'm going inside the library. If I have a bad feeling at the, at the junior college library, I get to the public library, and there's a bunch of police cars around it. Like, are, are all the police there for me? Who knows? Who knows? Am I taking the chance to go inside and have the police, like, do something mean to me no so i wandered around the rest of the day i threw my shoes away yeah as paranoid as i was i know it's i look back on it now and i'm like man i was going crazy but like at the same time like was i because i took my shoes off at the bus stop and i looked underneath the soles and these are shoes that i found on the side of a mountain and they're brand new i mean they must have been stolen but like they planted there and like i'm not this skeptical for many things i'm not but when you're homeless and there's just like a new pair of shoes and you need shoes um it, it's a it's it's suspect right it's curious well, i needed a size 11 shoe and there's a brand new pair of size 11 shoes on the side of a mountain right like slip-on shoes like they're nice slip-ons they look stylish like vans almost but well yeah maybe even better than vans like they looked good and they're brand new like brand new and i looked underneath the sole and there's like this um a couple extra layers there maybe it's for comfort padding whatever but it's like well, that's an rfid that's a tracking like get rid of the shoes because the cops are circling around me man um i'm not making that part up at all like that was not uh, that was not in my head. Those weren't, what, figments of my imagination? They weren't. Fig Newtons? Those weren't Fig Newtons. Of my, they're not Fig Newtons of my imagination. <clears throat> no, it wasn't. The cops were, in fact, circling around. You can go back and, like, I'm sure there's CCTV. That, like, okay, yeah, he's telling the truth. There he is. And got the shoes and there's a bunch of cops circling around. So, hang on a sec. I was making a ruckus last night. The blackbirds. The blackbirds stopped once the sun went down and then I got a dog barking in the back. I might have made an ass out of myself, but I don't care. I don't want to be in Arizona. I don't care what anyone thinks about me in this junkyard. I don't care what the neighbors think of me. I don't care what anybody thinks of me. Junkyard owner can kick me out. I've got everything ready to go. So, But I, I'm trying to contribute as best I can. And anyone... So I threw the shoes away. The cops are circling around. I got on a bus. I started to panic, like really panic. And everyone, to say it, repeat it with me. I've had panic attacks since I was six years old. The first panic attack was in kindergarten. I, I, was, I was breathing like this. In kindergarten, I didn't know what it was. It was a panic attack. I was on the wrong drawing page, the wrong color book page. And like the rest of the class was on one page. And I was in front of the class. Like just drawing, just going at it. 
just out of the lines, coloring out of the lines, just fucking going at explicit. And the teacher's like, okay, we're on page two now. And I'm like, I'm on page six. <laughs> like, I started, that's when the first panic attack happened. And I was six years old. And I was like, uh, uh, uh. I was making that noise. I couldn't breathe. And I was like, am I making that noise? Like, uh, 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 uh. like I was making that noise. And I was like, is that me? And then I was like, the, the other students are going to look more like everyone's going to pay attention to me more than I, than I wanted to blend in. And so that makes it, I start to panic even more. It was terrifying, man. It, it, I didn't even know it was, a, I didn't know panic attacks were a thing until I was like 20 something. So I was six years old in kindergarten in the eighties. And then it wasn't until like the early two thousands. I was like, Oh, panic attacks are, th it's the best way you can describe it is you have a smoke detector. When you burn something, the smoke, the smoke alarm goes off, right? It thinks the house is on fire. It thinks everything's going to burn down and the, the smoke alarm is going off. But you, all you did was just burn some popcorn in the microwave and make your house stink for another three months. <clears throat> yeah, you make, you burn some popcorn in the microwave and it stinks forever. You gotta get a new microwave. Big deal. Big freaking deal. <clears throat> That's a panic attack for you. And so I started to panic and I was having a panic attack in Phoenix. Was it self-induced? Was it um, self or self-inflicted rather? Um, auto inoculus. <clears throat> I'm a certified optician valid through the rest of this year until like New Year's Eve. So probably probably i probably shot myself in the foot and caused the panic attack myself but i i, I had i had um i don't know i was panicking and i was out of my mind i, I was i was going nuts and like admittedly admittedly I, I was not myself and i was scared I was confused. I was in Phoenix. I was trying to make it back to Salt Lake. The bus driver didn't open the door for me. Like it, 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 it was weird out there. And I had, I went to a dentist office and I asked them to call an ambulance. I said, I think I'm having a heart attack. It could be a panic attack, but I think I'm having a heart attack. I think I'm going to die. Could you call an ambulance? And they had to call him from not the work phone. They had to call him from a, from a cell phone. And I just like, I was lying on a cement slab kind of, or cement bench. And uh, they came out of the dentist office and she's like, I called an ambulance. They're on their way. Um, I couldn't call him from the office phone. So whatever, but they're on their way. You know, I hope you get better. And I was like, thank you so much. Like, thank you so much. And when the paramedics or EMTs, the, the, the ambulance, the firemen, the firemen arrived and they said, well, all your vitals are fine. Everything looks fine. Everything looks fine. And I was like, are you sure? Cause it feels like I'm going to die. And he's like, well, your heart rate's a little bit higher than normal, but and you're just nervous or whatever. And it's like a little bit higher than normal, but it's nothing to be concerned about. And I was like, well, it feels like I'm having a heart attack. It feels like I'm going to die. They're like, well, you, all your vitals are fine. They didn't um, 
prescribe me or diagnose me with a panic attack or anything. They're just saying, they were just telling me the facts. And it's, your vitals are fine. Um, you're not going to die from like a heart attack. Like they're there. And some of them seemed bored or some of them seemed like disconnected from um, the gravity of the situation. Like really, some of them were just like, here's another junkie. He's calling us and like another junkie. He's overdosed on some uh, shit again. But in my mind, like in my world, in my life, it was life or death. And it was like terrifying. And um, like decades ago, decades ago, did I have a panic attack when I was in kindergarten, right? And I'm still having the same panic attacks like later on in life, but they're even more debilitating. Debulating? Judges. <laughs> debilitating. No, they're, they were crippling. Um, it was terrifying. They took me to the hospital. Yeah, here we go. And this is the, the episode that I published last night was, I think it included a lot of this information, but I didn't even listen to it all the way through this morning. Uh, I didn't. I, I couldn't. I, it's like, I, unpublish it. Like, if, so, if anyone heard it, like, congratulations. But hang on. If you listened to it last night, like, congratulations for you. And a lot of it's just going to be, um, yeah, this is just a rerun then. What's a rerun? So I, I I went to the hospital in an ambulance and it was like Tomahawk Hospital or yeah, Arrowhead or Tomahawk. I don't know. They, they had a name for it. And when I got in there, it was so bizarre. Like when I was getting my uh, x-rays of my chest because I was like, well, I, like I can't breathe. It was like a, a pressure on my chest, a tightening of my chest. I talked to the tech and I talked to like, uh, yeah, the radiologist. And he, he said to me, well, I started, I started working here during COVID. And so, you know, things were a little bit different back then. And so it was a couple of years ago. And he goes, but yeah, I have noticed a lot more foot traffic than normal. I was like, oh my gosh, they really are trying to kill me. Like someone's trying, someone's after me or the police or someone, right? Like a group is after me. And he's like, yeah, I've noticed a lot more foot traffic tonight. And maybe it's a full moon or maybe it was like something, right? But in my mind, it's like, they're all after me. And I was like, it just, he, he, he did, he, he responded. I said, is it busier tonight or does it seem abnormally busy to you? I think that was my question, and um, he validated it. He, he, his answer was just like, well, like he did it in such a professional way to where it was like there was no, he wasn't saying, well, it's because of you. But he's like, well, I started two years ago, and yeah, tonight it's a little bit different. And is it because of me? Is it not? I, I don't know. But before I was even called, called back to the radiologist, this woman this nurse and she's like bling bling and i was like yeah it's me and then when she was wheeling me back there was another nurse in the background she's like viera 
Vieira. And I was like, hey, I think they're calling me again. She's like, don't worry about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm being taken again. Like when I'm in panic mode, it, it sucks, dude. When I'm in like a panic attack mode, it, it just, it's the worst. Because it's like, I have to get out of here. I can't trust anyone. This is not good. Like, it's the worst. Like, when, you, when you're when you having panic attacks, it's the worst. And and people, I think a lot of people will say, like, oh, panic attack, like, you know, J-O motion, Joe motion. I got panic attacks. Ah. But if you suffer from panic attacks, man, like, you know that they're real. And you know that they're just, like, not fun. It, it's every time there's a panic attack it's like a horrific thing look at me junkie tristan's just trying to get drugs he's the junkie is just trying to get like i don't take medication for panic attacks i probably should but i don't i don't take any medication <laughs> maybe i should get down yeah confession time hold on a sec yeah now it's confession time how much time's left 12 minutes 15 minutes <laughs> Jeez. yeah edit this part out But it's not fun, dude. Like, I hate panic attacks. I hate them. I, I've i grown up with them. And I... Yeah. yeah broken record over here. It, it's, it's not fun. And it, it's just terrifying every single time. Excuse me. So I get out of the hospital. Like, there was a bunch of weird stuff that happened in the hospital. Like... Um, their alarm went off, like a real alarm, and they're like, "Yeah, system two lockdown, system two locked." Like, oh I was like, "Is this?" I, I talked to a nurse, and I was like, "Is this normal?" She's like, "Yeah, there's a lot of emergencies here. You're in the emergency room. There's emergencies here all the time." I was like, "But this lockdown stuff," and she's just like, and "She stopped. She stopped talking to me." There was so much weird stuff that happened. Like people were pointing at me and, and like doing weird stuff and. Uh, I'm sure if you go back and get some CCTV, maybe maybe it was all in my head, but I doubt it. And they just they gave me a prescription for like um, what like Rolaids or um, antacid. It's like an antacid prescription, um, pro protonics, I think. And they said your potassium level is a little bit low, but like everything else is fine. Um, a, a nurse came by who I didn't trust. His name was Israel. His name was Israel. And I, I, he acted so weird towards me. Um, he, his behavior was so bizarre. Like when I first got there, it was like he was trying to, um, like poke me in the leg or something. Like I, I was on a gurney, and he's like, "Hi, my name is Israel. I'm I'm your nurse and and stuff." And he's very awkward or very just very awkward. And um, I told the doctor is uh, the doctor was like shoe something shoe bank or I don't know. Um, I told him I I said like, I don't I don't like that Israel guy and I don't trust him. Because it was like he was trying to, like, um, he was talking to me and his left hand was open. But when I was on the gurney, 
It was like he was trying to do something to my leg with his right hand. I, I'm not kidding you. And it, it really disturbed me. And then the nurse that took me back when I said, well, you're calling me bling. And in the background, I can hear Viera. Or no, um, no, whatever. Yeah, you're calling me bling. In the background, it's Viera, Viera. I'm like, they're calling me back there. And like, I'm back over here now. It was very strange, man. And I, I uh, anyway, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Ten more minutes. I have a half. I can do it. I'll do it. I'm yeah. I'm publish this one too. No, oh, man. It, it was uh, extremely bizarre to me. And they took um, a bunch of blood, and they came back around. and They took more blood. But at the end of the night, he's like, "Here's a clonopin. Like we've got a, we've got a clonopin." And he, uh, Israel was trying to give it to me, and I just said, "No, like I'm not going to take it. Like I don't, like I'm not going to take this broken, like, like um, powdery pill from your hands. Like I'm not." And he's like, "He's like, well, I have to, I have to put it as waste then. If you don't take it, I was like, well, put it as waste then. Like I'm not." I'm not trying to get pills from anyone. I'm not trying to do anything. Like, I thought I was dying. I thought I was having a heart attack. The police are circling around and stuff. Like, I thought I was going to die. Um, that's why I went to the hospital. I, I took an ambulance to the hospital. And then he's trying to give me a pill. And I was just like, no, I, I didn't trust him. And so I didn't take it. It was like a pill to calm me down. But, like, I, I didn't take it. And then they discharged me. And when I got out of the hospital, that's when everything like weird started to happen. Like really, that's when everything weird started to happen. That's when my life like changed forever. Um, truly, uh, you could say that I was like recruited by a cartel. You could say I was recruited by like paramilitary. You could say like anything, right? Like I don't know what happened when I got out of the hospital. Um, it was like Jason Bourne type stuff. And like, I'm fine now. Like, I'm not confrontational. I'm not combative. Like, I'd rather just keep to myself. I'm not trying to steal anything. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm not trying to sneak anywhere. Like, that um, chapter of my life is done. And it was three weeks. It was three cruel weeks of my life that I threw away or washed the flush down the toilet. It's so terrible. When when I think about it now, I'm just like, how stupid, how stupid was I? But I, I think of the circumstances and I think of like uh, my childhood and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to slither out of this and like, well, you know, so let's all feel sorry for bling. Yeah. It paints his nails black and listens to senses fail. Let's all let's all feel sorry for Blake, right? Like, no, it, it's not even like that. Hang on a sec. It's not even like that. It's not like let's all like I'm another victim. It's it's I, yeah, I was a I, I contributed to a bad part of society for a second there. But the story that I'll tell you after I got out of the hospital is so. Like, um, 
it's so out there and it's so far-fetched it's so beyond like reality that that's it um i've been debating on uh i even talked with my father over the phone yeah i did and i i was telling him about the podcast and stuff and like i'm in a junkyard and um I found another recording device. I threw my phone away. He like, like, he just said, "Don't, don't say anything that's going to make you look dumb, or, or don't say anything that's gonna like make you look, um, uh, you want you want things that are like that will enhance your life. You you don't want to publish anything that's going to like degrade your life." Excuse me. Gosh, dang it. Five more minutes? Hang on. Hang on a sec. I got this. I'll do it. That's fine. Don't do anything that's going to degrade your life. It's like, yeah, sure, yeah. Okay, Dad, yeah. Makes sense. Like, strategically, it makes sense. And maybe I'll unpublish, like, the entire podcast at some point. Just delete the whole thing. Um, but when I got out of the hospital, there were police following me. And there's, like, and it's not in my head. It was not in my head. It's not, I'm like, that car is a police car, like, but it ends up being, like, just a, a, a like, a Chevy Venture or something. They were all police cruisers. They were all police SUVs. And they were following me out of the hospital and like slowly just like behind me. Like, did I do something or what the hell? Like, are you guys going to arrest me? And in my mind, I thought the second I step foot off of hospital property, I'm going to get arrested for, for something, something. And so I was terrified and I stepped foot off of hospital property and I was still like escorted by police. And after that, um... Yeah, I don't think anyone will ever believe it. Like any nobody will believe the story after that. And um in my defense, I I guess I could say like this entire podcast is fictional and this entire podcast is in jest and everything I say is a lie and nothing is true. But I can promise you, man, um I did some stuff after I got out of the hospital that night that like I'm proud of um, physically, like I performed physically um, in a way that I didn't think possible. Um, uh, and I'm an old man, like I'm old. I, I skateboarded when I was like my early thirties. I was like, no more skateboarding, like no more, no more ollies, no more kickflips, no more anything. If you want, you can skateboard to the like wherever as long as you know the route like as long as you know the cracks are as long as you like there's no falling there's no anything like you're not doing tricks you're just going to skate like downhill pretty much and you have to know where the cracks are no skating at night like none of that and because when you fall you get and, and you get you, like you fall you know how to like skateboarding you you learn how to fall um you learn how to fall you like you roll into it and you just know how to fall 
like you know how to fall um but i didn't want to do any tricks so i'm not going to be a professional skateboarder right so no more tricks no more anything if you fall like yeah anyway gosh dang it like uh um this was different though it was like one night like out of chronological order this is after the pine box this is after everything uh one night in phoenix i was sleeping on the side of a mountain but before i went to sleep on the side of the mountain uh i i got to the entrance of the mountain and i walked through it and there was a woman there with like a wig like a long black wig and she was on the phone and she says don't worry i'll get rid of it don't worry i'll take care of it like on the phone a long black like witch like um halloween witch wig and as i walked up the mountain with my stuff in my hand um she said have a good night and i said hey thanks you too and she goes we're all gonna pay for it I kept walking up the mountain, but that's, yeah, anyway. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Tell all your friends. Spread the word. This is my, the Blink Vera podcast. Hey, thanks so much again. Tell all your friends. Good luck to you.